Nope, we don't need to speed up the process. We don't need to nuke this. You know why? Because this is the non-microwave truth. I am CL Whiteside, and this is brought to you by Time of Grace Ministry. Have you fully recovered from the holidays? Just over a month ago, we had Christmas, and it was a lot of energy. I know some of you do New Year's resolutions. How are you doing with those so far? We're almost a month in. How, how are they looking for you? Now, I have noticed this, and this is going to be our first world problem. I have noticed that a lot more people said they were not partaking fully in Christmas, meaning like they're not going to buy gifts. They wanted to make sure that they, people understood that Jesus is the reason for the season. They weren't going to tell their kids that Santa is real or anything like that. Like, if you got some gifts, some gifts are for me. And like I said, some people are like, you know, gifts aren't even the reason. So I'm not even going to participate in Christmas. And this is our first world problem question today. Is there a holiday that you do not fully participate in or you refuse to partake in at all? And if you like, I celebrate all holidays. I just love holidays. Is there a holiday that you notice that other Christians are saying they won't participate in? And like I said, a couple of people mentioned, like, I'm not celebrating Christmas because that's probably not even Jesus actual birthday. And there's a good chance that it's not Jesus actual birthday. We, we don't know. But I know some Christians will say Jesus is the reason for the season. And that's why they celebrate. I know some people like I don't mess with Halloween. That's for the devil. That's that's for evil. Some people might even have something as simple as St. Patty's Day. And I guess St. Patty's Day for me, I'm not celebrating that because all of a sudden it's got warped and changed like drinking green beer. I don't even like beer like that. And I definitely don't want no green beer. That's going to have my tummy, my tummy hurting. But I want to hear from you. Is there a holiday that you like? Yeah, you don't fully participate in in the same way that your culture does. And you've had to change it a little bit. Or is there a holiday? Is there a holiday that you don't participate in at all? Tell me why. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram or Twitter. My handle is championlife23. And if you're on YouTube, drop it in the comments. And this is our first world problem. It is dinner time. The title of our episode is Mix Carefully and Beware of the Hijack. Mix carefully and beware of the hijack. And what I'm talking about is we have different symbols. We have different traditions. We have different celebrations. We have different holidays. We have so many different things in our world today that we can definitely say like, man, this is established by God. God made this good. But at the same time, the world is trying to claim these things and say, you know what? This is the new definition or this is what it what it really is. And as Christians, it's like, should we battle for defining and establishing some of these things? Or should we just let it be like, what should we do? Because there are definitely some things that the world is trying to hijack. And it's like, can we put a Christian spin on some of this stuff and, and mix properly? Or should we should we stay away from it? So some examples that I mean about the world trying to jack, hijack certain things is like the rainbow. Or when you look at different holidays or traditions. And then when I talk about like mixing, it's like a lot of times people say the nightlife is for the heathens. It's for the people of the dark. And it's like, uh, is it really? Like I saw something where these people were promoting Christian nightclubs and my heathen mind, heathen thought process was like, hold up, Christian nightclub. Does that mean they're going to be drinking in there? What are, what are they going to be doing in there? People can't be grinding to, to Halvey and Alex Jean and Red Tip. No, they, they probably they're not going to be doing that. But that's what my my mind immediately went to, because when I went to the club, those were some of the things that I did. Drinking too much, uh, people twerking and all that stuff. Yeah, But that's a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. So. Should Christians battle for these things or should they just say, you know, what, we, we can't do anything in that regard? 
And I think there are so many things that are like in the middle where God has established it as good, but the world tries to hijack it and take it away. So like sex is a great example. People, the world will tell you, get freaky deaky and have sex with as many people as you possibly can. But sex is a good thing that God actually created. God is for that, except he's like, no, you can get freaky deaky and have sex with one spouse, your spouse of the opposite sex. Or even something like drinking. The world tries to hijack that and say, if you go to the bar or the club, you got to get lit. You got to get drunk. But God's word is saying, no, you can drink and drinking can even lift your spirits, but you need to do it a certain way. And I'm going to give you a couple passages to show you, like, these are certain things that that like are in the middle. And I think you really need to check out Pastor Mike's book that comes out today or came out today, comes out today called Taboo, because it talks a lot about these different topics, a lot of these different um, questions that, that we have in our culture, and our society today. But let me give you this passage that kind of talks about drinking. Ecclesiastes 9, verse 7, it says, go. Eat your food with gladness and drink your wine with a joyful heart, for God has already approved what you do. So God is saying you, you can definitely drink. Or how about Luke 7, verse 34? Jesus is the, the reason for everything, right? Jesus drank. But look at how they tried to flip it and turn it on him. They said the son of man came eating and drinking. And you say, here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. So Jesus drank. So that means we can drink. We just shouldn't be getting drunk and you know, being drunk as a skunk. That's that's not the way to do it. Now, something else to think about on this episode of mix carefully and beware of, of the hijack that I mentioned is is like a symbol of the rainbow. What does the rainbow actually mean? If you ask people in our world today, people will say the rainbow means or is defined by by gay pride and, and loving whoever you want to love. But what does God's word tells us? God's word tells us that's not the case. God's word tells us in Genesis chapter nine, verse starting at verse 13, it says, I have set my rainbow in the clouds and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. Now, based off of that, should Christians battle for the, the definition of what the rainbow means and or should they just like let it be? I can tell you this. The big thing that as, as Christians we should not do, we should not act like the rainbow was established for gay pride. It's OK to be like, no, hold up, wait a minute. Hold up. The rainbow is established by, by God. That is for God. And what God means is he's not going to send a, a worldwide flood like that ever again and shows us his covenant. And sometimes you're like, I don't necessarily want to say anything. OK, here here's something else that we got to make sure we do not do in that regard. We don't want to get bullied on being on proclaiming the truth like you can't get bullied on proclaiming the truth and something you definitely want to don't want to do is you don't want to think that you can worship God any and in, in every way you don't want to act like you can godly support sin like you can't godly support sin there, there's no way you should be supporting sin a, at all well I'm just supporting my friend who who's gay so let me get this right. So you, we want to support people's wrong. That's that's not love. That is absolutely not love. Like, nah, that's that's not the way, fam. Like, love, though, like you, that, that's not the way to, to do it. And along those lines, there are certain things that just can't be that can't be hijacked. 
um, like certain things aren't really even valid or truly established by God in a sense. And what I mean by that is like, all right, two women want to get married, two women get married. Is that actually established by God? Is that an institution that God made? No, it's, it's not even valid. Two men want to get get married. Is that something that God looks at and says, yep, you're married? No, it's not. That's not something that God established. God established marriage for one man and, and one woman. So that's just an institution that is clearly established by God. But the world, uh, us people at times, the sinful flesh has tried to add to his rules. But you, but you can't do that. You can't do that. All right. I'm done with this topic for today. I'm done with that topic for today. So we don't need to try to um, hijack something that God has has already uh, established. Like we just don't want to be a participant in the foolery. We do not need to be a participant in the foolery when, when people are, are saying these certain things. And I'm going to give you another example on this episode of mix carefully and beware of the hijack. Something that I had a couple episodes ago, but I want to bring up again is like as Christians, we can't mix like zodiac signs with, with God's word. Like God has definitely blessed us and given us uh, astronomy or, you know, seeing things in the stars and the moons and the, and the different planets. And yeah, but it's, it's one thing to take that and be like, all right, this is the direction to the north. This is the direction to the south. And another thing to be like, oh, my goodness, I am a Capricorn or I am a Libra or I am a Scorpio. And this means like, it, it, it can't it can't mean all that. And at what time at times what we try to do is we try to mix these things because some people would be like, you know what? They get to reading horoscopes and reading all this stuff. And they'd be like, you know what? I am a highly creative and compassionate individual. Right. I, I can accept that truth. But at the same time, they're also accepting the trait to be ran over and to be to be foolish. And this is pushing the Lord out and inviting demons when you start playing with zodiacs and all that stuff. That's that's pushing the Lord out and inviting demons. Daniel two. Verse 27, this is when Daniel interprets the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. And look at what he says about this. Daniel replied, no wise man, enchanter, musician or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. So a lot of times we look and we have different mysteries in our life. We, we can't turn to this type of stuff. We can't mix. That's not something we can mix. But that's something that the world wants to hijack and say, if you need to find your life purpose, go to this stuff. Now, with astronomy, use that to give yourself direction, like literally direction, like this is the north, this is the south, this is the east or the west. But we don't use that to give our life purpose direction. So that's that's a huge difference. That's a huge difference. But we're going to keep going on. All right. So in this episode of Mix Carefully and Beware of the Hijack, holidays, holidays and celebrations are something that people go back and forth about. And we talked about this in our first world problem. You know how some people are like, you know what? Easter. I'm not celebrating Easter because the Eastern buddy is derived from a pagan God who's talking about fertility. And if you Google that, that might be something that pops up. But why do Christians celebrate Easter? Why do they celebrate Easter? The resurrection of Jesus Christ. And there are reasons that um, the theologies, theologians have picked this date based off when the Passover was based off of certain things. Sometimes people are like, well, it's not about that. Well, as a Christian, you can be proclaiming that it's about Jesus resurrection and that's why you celebrate it. But that's something that the world is going to try to hijack, make you spend all your money buying Easter eggs and doing all Easter egg hunts and buying all these gifts. And part of that you can mix, but you just shouldn't mix the part of like, yes, this is the time of fertility and all that other crazy mess right there. Um, Thanksgiving. Some people are like, I don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving because that is a time to celebrate when somebody stole this land from somebody else. 
But as a Christian, that might not be convict. The Holy Spirit night might not be convicting you in that way. And it is okay for you to celebrate Thanksgiving. But of course, keep the focus on, on God. Keep the focus on what Jesus has done for you. Think, keep the focus on, on being uh, in, in gratitude because of all the ways that, that God has blessed you. It's, it's okay to do that. Halloween. That's probably a real big one, especially old church uh, going folks will be like, I'm not celebrating that. That is evil. And that is the day of the devil. But when you get to researching and you get to reading certain things, what was Halloween created for or established for in the first place? Halloween was created as All Hallows Day, All Saints Day, um, where it was supposed to be focusing on celebrating martyrs and celebrating people that were, were saints and celebrating people that died for the Christian faith. So Christians that actually were, were living their life and they ended up dying for their faith in Jesus Christ. Now, of course, the world is going to try to take this away and try to hijack that. And as Christians, we just got to be careful not to mix in the wrong way. Well, all of a sudden we looking at Ouija, Ouija boards or looking at things that we get too fascinated with the, the signs of the dead that are not coming from God, but are coming from from the world. That's just something for us to be conscious of. And what we got to realize, especially with holidays, is there are so many people that like are in the middle and so many people that don't care. So I'll give you an example. Like some people's goal for, for holidays and celebrations is just to unite people. It's just to have camaraderie. It's just to have something else to celebrate and to get together about and to to bond and unite in that way. Now, you have some people who their whole thing is to get you to spend money it's all about the benjamins baby like a lot of things just want you to spend a, a lot of money and that's why they have these holidays that's why they come up with these in certain dates and that's that's something we got to be aware of there is another group that wants to take the focus off of jesus though and make you create many idols and make you look for answers that only god can answer in other stuff so we got to be aware of all those different groups when it comes to the the mixing and the the world wanting to hijack what originally we might be celebrating these holidays for and having these celebrations for. And this is where I think that that phrase like live in the world, but don't be of the world comes from live in the world, but don't be of the world. Like you can participate in this stuff, but it depends on how is the Holy Spirit convicting you? Are you going too far? Are you just spending your money? Are you going broke to do this? Like what, what is your reason for doing this? Cause you can definitely do this in a loving way for God, but it is something that you should be aware of because the world is trying to hijack these things and make you uh, have different idols. So live in the world, but of the world passage that I just think sums this up is John 17, verse 14. This is when Jesus is speaking. He says, I have given them your word, word, and the world has hated them for they not for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. Verse 16, he says, they are not of the world, even as I am not of it. So we do need to be different. Our, our light does need to shine differently especially in these different celebrations. We shouldn't look just like the person who has the skeleton and is talking about witches and all type of crazy stuff. We should definitely look different and be and not be afraid to be like, oh, wait a minute, nah, that's not why I'm doing it. That's that's not why I'm doing it at all. Now, I want to get on this this one with Christmas because I know that some people have not celebrated Christmas because they'll say something like, you know, it's not Jesus' actual birthday. Like I said, there's a good chance we don't know what Jesus' actual birthday is, but can, can we still celebrate Christmas? And, and you can definitely do that. And some people say, you know what? Christmas has derived from a, a, a pagan holiday. And 
I had to do some research on this and look at a bunch of different articles. And some people will say, yes, it has derived from a pagan holidays, but we have taken it over. And as Christians, Jesus is the reason for the season. And some people will say, no, that that is not the reason. Some people say, you know what? Some stuff just happens to overlap. If the world is always trying to claim everything, then some stuff will, will actually just kind of be in the same um, time span. But we can't just give it to them all the time. So here, here's some stuff that I found, especially with Christmas. The big question that you got to ask yourself. Are you following ungodly practices? Are you following ungodly practices? Because like I said, everything in the world is going to try or reclaim to say, all right, we're the ones who started this or the roots come from from this. And I had a person who shared this Bible passage with me, which comes from Jeremiah chapter two. And he talked about, you know, this is the reason why he doesn't necessarily do a, a Christmas tree or this is the reason he doesn't necessarily do, do gifts. And it comes from Jeremiah chapter 10, starting at verse two, it says, do not learn the ways of the nations or be terrified by the signs in the heavens, though the nations are terrified by them for the practices of the people are worthless. They cut a tree out. They cut a tree out of the forest and craftsman shapes it with his chisel. Now, I don't I want to be very clear. I don't think it's automatically wrong or a sin if you have a Christmas tree or you had a Christmas tree like I don't. Sometimes you're like, man, sometimes people are like it's never that serious, but it could be that serious. The big thing I think you just have to realize is for some, the Holy Spirit could be convicting you to be like, you shouldn't do this. And then you should you should listen to the Holy Spirit on that. But I'm not going to judge you and say, if you had a tree, you had an idol in your house, I, idol in your house. Because I don't think people bowing down and worship it. I don't think people are necessarily going too far with that. This is what it continues to say. Verse four, it says they adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with the hammer and nails so it will not totter like a scarecrow in a cucumber field. Their idols cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. Now, I know some people are like, that's why they don't want to participate in Christmas. They don't want to talk about some Santa. They don't want to do all this buying gifts. They don't want to put up trees. And like I said, I think that just depends on how the Holy Spirit is convicting you. And if you really self-examine and check yourself, are you creating idols? Are you creating idols? I definitely get why some are cautious, though. And I feel like we really should be more cautious and be more alert because at the end of the day, you cannot you cannot blindly follow traditions and holiday celebrations and expect to be led closer to God. If anything, the exact opposite is going to happen because think about it it usually starts off as something super subtle or something super small and then before you know it, it it's too late and that's why we have to be cautious and what we have to remember is the world wants to hijack the truth the world wants to hijack the truth that jesus christ is our savior that jesus christ has given us salvation and acts chapter 4 verse 11 reminds us that it says jesus is the stone you builders rejected which has become the cornerstone now, here's the truth. Here's the truth that it wants to hijack. It wants to hijack this. And it says this in verse 12, that salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. And what is that name? That name is Jesus. And this is the non-microwave truth. Thanks for joining me in this episode of Mix Carefully and Beware of the Hijack. Peace, punch, Captain Crunch, to know the drugs and yes to Jesus. I am out.